0: Start your engine!
1: (laughs) Race fans, you are tuning into the only motorsports show in San Diego. Your host, Dave Stahl, and the racing school teacher, Brittany Sandoval, are taking you to the green flag, covering everything from your top-notch national drivers and crew chiefs right down to your local kid racers and racetracks. Strap in. It's Checkers and Wreckers on Racer Radio. All right,
2: folks. Welcome. This is Racer Radio. FM 961 AM 1170. The answer saying to you this segment's brought to you by actually the hour is brought to you by southwest point of sale if you got a little grocery store or liquor store and you're having trouble with cashiers then you need to go to southwest point of sale they'll take care of you just like family they'll come out to your location take a look and if their system fits your system it won't cost you any more than if you were going to buy a cash register since labor costs are up walmart home depot and costco figured it out they're doing it they love it you get over 150 years experience that's how long they have been doing it collectively call them at 800-540-2149 you get 7 day a week 24 hour service if you're open they're open give them a shot 800-540-2149 save yourself some labor costs also this is brought to you by San Diego Gear and Axle 1488 Pioneer Road specializes in drag racing but anything with an undercarry steve can do it go to sdgearaxle.com sdgearaxle.com and last but not least but not least dragonfly <laughs> auto care that's where they went and i bought them burritos
3: oh yummy so they're
2: gonna be happy right there at 40 55 pacific coast highway they not they are a napa auto care service center so everything is guaranteed for three year thirty six thousand miles phenomenal shop Guys are just amazing. They love their cars. I was in there Friday. This lady was in there hugging on everybody, thanking them for their service. I go, geez, I never get any hugs. Then they all lined up, and I left. So give them a shot. Dragonflyauto.com, dragonflyauto.com. So hey, kiddo, Hi. who you got in here? I recognize this. Guy. I do.
3: it's so funny. I've seen him on Facebook. I've heard his name. I've seen him at parties, oh, you've and not I met finally him? got to sit down and have a conversation. Yeah, see,
2: <laughs> I always have him come out because he does CalVMX. X.
3: Yep, there's that too. And
2: I tell the story, and you've heard it a million times about the guy with the bull taco.
3: Oh, starting it.
2: Somebody yes. in your club has a bull taco, right? And I says, "Wow, that's beautiful." I said, "Does it start well?" He goes, "Oh yeah, it starts great." I said, well, that can't be a bull taco, because they never <laughs> yeah, started. Creating. He
3: loves telling the story. But so you got to, but wait, Frank, we, oh. For our listeners, so yep. we can introduce them, yes, yes right, uh, Frank Fredis, And uh, we are, you are a man of many, like you've stirred the pot on a lot of levels, but we're going to kind of emphasize these uh, legends and heroes, okay. the tour Great. and the museum. Um, I think we're going to highlight that this this hour. We have Brock Lover coming, are calling in um, for the last segment. So listeners, stay mm-hmm. tuned all hour. Um, and maybe you could start with maybe your mission of this Legends and Heroes tour, and uh, maybe what the fans can expect if well, they.
4: You know, we're trying to, uh, especially for the, for the kids. We want to show them the history of the sport. We want them to And what sport are we talking about? Motocross, of course. Okay. Yeah, for us. Uh, We want them to understand how the motorcycles evolved over the years. And Mm -hmm. what they see now is completely different than what I grew up with. Night and day. Night and day. If they got on one of my old bikes, believe me, they probably would never ride again. (laughs) But the whole point is to let them know how it changed, why it changed, who the people were that were involved in all this change. And that's really what our mission is. is, Mm -hmm. And and children... And the history, you know, it's really important to what we're doing. Absolutely.
3: Dave loves that, the preservation of love the sports. Love it, love it, love it. When you say our mission, why don't you let our listeners know some of the people involved? We've had some of them in here.
4: Yeah. Well, we have Brock lovers involved. Uh, David, David Bailey's involved. Mm-hmm. Ricky Johnson. Jeez. Uh, Ron Turner, if you know Ron Turner. Oh, yeah. The yeah, Who's
3: Ron. who? Yeah. We've got several we people involved. Uh, A Mercedes as well, Mercedes right?
4: Gonzalez, of course. Yeah, 14-time national champion. I mean, between all the people involved, there's 34 or 33 national championships wow. between these guys. So I have a really nice staff. And to, girls. And girls, of yeah. course. Watch yourself. <laughs> and I, nice people that so I can pick up the phone and call and get advice from. So. Right.
3: Michael Lewis is helping out a lot, too. Mike, Mike's like-
4: awesome. Mike's amazing. Ex-skateboarding champion. Yeah. <laughs> Mike still something. riding
3: his motorcycle. Yeah, he's
4: crazy. <laughs> but we could have another hour just on Mike. Yes. Rick Stafford
2: yes. told me to tell you hi. Oh good. So you must be oh into boats gosh. too?
4: I'm into everything. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so you so okay, so these are the folks that are helping yacht. Was it one of those sitting around having a couple of beers saying, you know, we ought to open a museum?
4: Not, not, <laughs> I, I, it wouldn't be that far away from that. It's really been a dream of mine for a long time. And yeah. I think what really does it, we travel in a moto museum, and every time I go anywhere, at the races, they go, well, so where's the museum? And I'm like, well, you're kind of looking at it. Yeah. Then I realize, you know, we need to have a stationary museum, right. not just That's this thing fair. that travels around the country. Yeah. And what
2: we're talking about with that is the MX group that you have.
4: Yeah, that but that evolved. You know, what Mix is just a motocross racing club, but what's really happened is uh, three years ago, I bought the Legends and Heroes Tour off of a good friend of mine that started the tour back in 2009. Oh. And uh, he wanted to retire, so I told him I would buy it because he wanted me to carry on with the mission that they had started. And that's what we've been doing. We traveled all the Supercross races all over the and country. you were
2: just set up like a baby museum.
4: Yeah, well, it's a traveling – I mean, it's a 32-foot yeah. trailer that you walk in – and you see motorcycles and uh, videos running, gotcha. kind of progressing the history from the 60s throughout.
3: Okay, so for our listeners, just to figure everything out, we're talking about three different things. You yeah. threw in the VMX; That's a whole nother thing. That's, oh, yeah. There's us. Yeah. So for our listeners, to clarify, so we have kind of the tour, which is going to be at all the Supercross races. The fans, right. you have up to 25,000 people coming through in a span of six hours.
4: We, uh, we have, uh, and, and through the trailer itself, 1,200 people an hour.
2: Are you going to keep that going even oh, yeah. though you'll have a standalone? Oh,
3: yeah. And so that's completely yes. different from the museum that hasn't right. quite opened, and that will be in Akatia Wells, correct? Right. Ocotillo, so two... not Akatia Wells. Oh, sorry. Akatia.
4: Yeah. <laughs> right off Interstate 8. All right. Okay. Easy. Thank you. Easy. Yeah. No, we wanted to have a stationary museum that was open all year long, but we also will continue traveling to all the Supercross races and the Outdoor National races. Yeah.
3: Yes. That's only just the tip of the iceberg. No, he's got so many other things. The reason his wife's not here right now, (laughs) she's keeping other stuff afloat. But um, can you tell uh, the listeners, if they're a fan and they're showing up to the Supercross, what to expect?
4: Well, basically, we are at the very beginning of the pits at the Supercross. Actually, they've told us, and I just received a letter from field management. We're the most popular display at Supercross. So when people come into the pits, the very first thing you see is legends and heroes. Wow. And We have about thirty motorcycles on display. Inside the trailer, we have uh, bikes from the sixty through the modern bikes. There, we have murals on the walls and a video running, uh, so that you get a, people an idea of the progression of the sport.
3: I would love to go with my dad and see that because he's been riding and I, and you know, I, I listened to a few interviews of Brock Lever and um, just over the years, he has been a part of a lot of that progress, that evolution. And he digs it. Like he talks about the suspension and the water cooling and like he, and he really, one of
2: the
4: legends.
3: It, yeah. And he's one of those legends. But I think it's perfect that he's a part of this. Brock,
4: I, I've been in this business and I I've been riding motorcycles since I was 14 years old. I've never met anyone that knows the sport Better than Brock.
2: So passionate. And I'm
4: not sitting here trying to pat him on the back. But bottom line is, he doesn't know what he's talking about. And And he's he's, still in it. He's amazing. He works for
2: Dunlop. He's in the tire world. Exactly. So he goes to every race. He knows every bike. He knows every nut and bolt. He knows what they do and what they can't do. Otherwise you can't make a good tire. Right. So yeah, you couldn't have picked a better But uh,
3: It's really cool if you have it there and like if I went there my dad would be like, See this, see this what I was talking about, da 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 -da. and he'd point it like it's there for them to show their
2: kids.
3: I know because he'd be talking. Sometimes. You
4: know, you'd miss the race. Do
3: you have Hondas, Yamaha's, everything, or everything. a variety yeah, we okay, have, good. We got some on. bikes you
4: have probably never heard of, yeah. but uh, yeah, we try to mix it up at every race. Every right, time has we go a to a, a different city. What do you want to oh, bet? He's not a
3: <laughs> See, you didn't and even this, think
2: I knew what that is. Uh,
3: you know a lot, a little bit about a lot of I things, try. Dave. I don't underestimate I you. Try. Is this an additional cost, or is it with entry of the Supercross?
4: No, if you, you, you get a, a ticket for the race, it's one thing. Uh, it's really cheap to get into the pits. If you just show up with a can of Monster, they'll get you in. All
3: right, that's <laughs> so good to know, listeners. Cool. So, so you, a don't can charge, of you don't charge
2: to, for people to come through the no, trailer? No, no,
4: no, no. There's no charge you for You take anything. donations? Yeah, of course we do. You know, okay. we, that's what keeps us going. Right. And be, at, at every race, Brock and I go up on stage, and we give an award to an ex-legend. Uh, and in front of the whole stadium, that's what starts the whole Supercross off. Wow. Is up, uh, up on stage with that person, and we get it, which has been great because I've got to meet some of the people I've never had a chance to meet and giving them an yeah. award, a Legends and Heroes Award. See? They love it, we love it, everybody's happy. Awesome. All right,
2: awesome.
3: Let's, All right let's commercial take a, break.
2: Let's take a quick break. This is FM 961AM
3: 1170. The answer. <laughs>
2: Alright folks, welcome back to Rachel Radio FM 96.1 AM 1170.
3: The answer.
2: This segment's brought to you by El Cajon Ford, where nobody, absolutely nobody, treats you better than El Cajon Ford. El Cajon Ford has every vehicle there for you. Every Ford model from A to Z, including the Mustang GT All-Electric. Yes, indeed. Broncos, every model, every color. Go to El Cajon Motors dot com. End of year, folks. The deals are flying. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. This is it. No, you're not selling your Mustang.
3: No, no. I just got a compliment on it yesterday.
2: Oh my God, you'll keep it for another 10 years. Oh, 20. But check them out, El Cajon Motors at El Motors dot com, where service will take care of every car you have on the lot. And we want to thank them for supporting Barona Speedway, which is right around the corner. Go to, I don't know if the schedule's up yet. I don't think so. Okay, but keep your eye on baronaspeedway.com so you can. Yeah. Yes.
3: Ready? I love you. So, uh, as we're going into the Who do we have?
2: Who do we have here?
3: Frank Redis. Okay. And we're talking about the Legends and Heroes Tour, and then we'll go over to the museum. But not quite done with the tour. Um, so you said you start each race by recognizing a legend. Right. Um, so for the 2024 season, is it top secret? We don't... Like, is it a secret?
4: No, no, we have uh, the first four legends uh, picked out. You know, it, it, we, Remember, we're going to different cities, so we have to find a legend in that city. That oh, help. okay. So it, it, oh. uh, that, that takes a little bit of time. We have... Uh, some cities are easier than others. Uh, San Plus Diego's got to be easy. We have a waiting list. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. my gosh. Yeah, especially Southern Cal. Yeah. <laughs> but we have... Dave Arnold is going to be uh, honored. Uh, okay, Mercedes you're Gonzalez right. is the first one; she's oh! going to be honored.
2: Fantastic!
4: In uh, Los Angeles, Dave Arnold will be in San Diego. Then Larry Huffman—I don't know if you know. Awesome. Oh, yeah, we're honoring Larry Huffman. You know, we're really excited about that.
2: Yeah, but Larry Huffman—he wasn't he the announcer?
4: The announcer, yes.
2: See, Yes.
3: I said you know a little folks, about a lot. Of they things. do
2: get. Oh, Huffman, that dude! You think he's got his fingers in
4: every pie on oh, the yeah. planet? Larry, something.
2: <laughs> Last time I talked to him, yeah, we're doing RVs up here. And I go, we're doing RVs? He's got he that voice. You know. He does. He really does. <laughs> I love incredible. that guy. incredible.
4: Then we're doing Dana Waxham up in San Francisco. Oh, wow. And then uh, we go to, from that point, we go to um, Arizona, but we haven't picked out that person. We were hoping to have a fellow that was coming in from Hawaii, and now he can't make it. So So, how
2: do you get I mean, who does somebody sponsor you to drag the trailer to all these events?
4: Uh, right now, yeah, we look for several sponsors. Yamaha came up really strong this year to help us out a lot, and they've always okay. been a great sponsor. Okay. So we, we're Honda's helping us. Uh, we're looking at some of the other manufacturers. And then we have individuals that help us donate a thousand bucks, fifteen hundred bucks. We put their names on the back of the trailer, right. so they can see that. And uh, we have some midsize sponsors. So yes,
3: you yes. need a gas sponsor. You're driving. Right? From town to town?
4: Oh, tell me about it. Last year, I spent a lot on diesel. And Dave would say
3: you need a food sponsor.
2: Yeah, but that's hard when you're going cross-country, because you go cross-country.
4: Yeah. Yeah. We we travel all the way to Daytona, up to Birmingham, Alabama, Indianapolis, so we're
2: in Massachusetts. How many miles you got on your truck?
4: Uh, Well, I put 22,000 on last year. Is it new? So it gives you an idea. No, no, it's an older uh, truck. It's actually a motorhome. It's all black, the same color as the trailer. Pretty cool looking. But we do want to upgrade to something else, too, on that. Yeah, eventually.
2: Well, tell you what, if you do it, I'll give you free radio and TV for the sponsor. If anybody does kick.
4: There you go. Hey, you know. That, cause the, I'll throw that in the package. Throw it in the
2: I'm serious. I'll throw it in. <laughs> your you phone get, number, too, right? Absolutely. You should have my number. Oh, I have your number. Yeah, you got I already got my number. <laughs> so so this is the trailer. Like you said, it's it's a highlight. of, And it's funny you say that because Auto Speedway does that with sprint cars. Right, they bring the legends out, and that's the number one draw. Yeah, Because Scott, everybody I, wants to know about how it all became to be
4: exactly. And I spoke with Scott over at Paris, and he wants me to bring our whole setup up there oh. and to help to try to help us out. Scott's a great guy, and up the there amazing Paris. guy. He Super really, nice guy. really
2: is a good guy. So you've got the. Do you want to talk any more on the trailer?
3: We can talk about the tour. I mean the museum. Now. Okay,
2: so now you have decided. <laughs> Geez, where should we put the museum? What an opportunity. Acatillo.
4: Yeah, well, I have a couple other businesses in Acatillo, And right one of my businesses I'm looking across the street and here's this big empty lot and I'm like, you know what? Why don't I just buy that lot and that way I can look at the museum all day long and I won't have to very far to go. Didn't
2: you open a bar or a restaurant? Yeah, yeah I've got a <laughs> motor
4: restaurant called the Red Feather, and we have all dirt bikes inside there and in pictures of all the t- extra champions and stuff. Then I opened up a bar. Yes. It's a World War II theme bar. and It's all World War II memorabilia. Dad, we're and going area. there next week. And the bar itself is the original bar from the Frontier Casino in Las Vegas, <laughs> which was the third bar in Las Vegas. I have that whole bar <laughs> set up. Are so we that's going? Kind of cool.
3: uh, sh- sure. you invited? I was thinking, yeah, I'm off for two weeks. I was, hey, Dad, he loves World War II, you said?
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've got all sorts. I've got a flag that flew at Pearl Harbor on the ceiling. You Signed are. by Pearl Harbor wow. survivors.
2: Kidding. So kind of cool. Now you? Well, we have puppies. That's okay. You <laughs> let me know. I'll ride out there with you guys. <laughs> okay.
4: But, but the,
2: what are you? What are your hours out there?
4: Uh, seven days a week we're yeah. open. So. Yeah, because now
2: the desert season's roaring. Oh, we're
4: packed. Do you? We're packed do to do you do season. it after
2: the deserts closes? I mean, when from, do the like heat? in the
4: summer. No, we're open seven days a week all year long. The only days that we're closed are Christmas Day and the restaurant's closed on Thanksgiving, but the bar's open. We do free meals for all our customers. Oh my! I heard the
2: food's pretty good.
4: The food's not just pretty good. I'm
2: telling you, man, (laughs) I heard (laughs) it.
3: We'll go to the burger spot, and then I'll go to the bar with my dad. But it's perfect for the
4: museum. I'm going to the bar. Oh, all right. Yeah, I figured. Well, the bar will be right of the museum. Wait, that's let it
3: out. He said, "I figured." It. And yeah. the nice he thing about himself. it,
4: there's so much traffic in that town, so the museum's going to see you know, a lot of people are going to yeah, see the yeah, museum. Yeah, 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 And it's yeah. visible from Interstate Eight. So you're coming from Arizona, let's say you cannot miss the, the museum's going to be on your right side of the road.
2: Do you know what else you should do to promote? What's that? Contact Honda or Yamaha. No, and tell them if you guys are going to bring out a new motorcycle, because they're always looking for a place to do a press event. Well, yeah, you right. said, right.
3: I think I well, heard you Kawasaki say Kawasaki did one to... out
4: there with us. Yeah, they came to our place and everything, so you're right. And
2: they pay good. Well, let's hope. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying but that you need to reach out to all the rest. Oh, just yeah. let them know you're there.
4: Well, Fox Shocks built a factory out there, like a uh, good-sized building they they where they do all their testing and yeah. everything, so we've got to be good friends with them. Uh, that's
2: excellent. Oh, i got to so, go out there. I, yeah, you uh, need to. Oh, I know. Well, I've had, I can't tell you, everybody I know that either lives out there or goes out there talks about you.
4: Uh-oh. I hope no, it's, it's all good. Oh, yeah. no, good, I, good. Good, good, <laughs> good.
2: And I'd love to eat. I need to go. <laughs> yeah, I know. we got to that. Okay, so how many square feet do you think the museum's going to be?
4: can be close to 5,000 square feet downstairs and there'll be a 2,000 square foot mezzanine up top. Uh, And there'll be windows in the top, so motorcycles will be in the windows, lit up at night, so when you drive by, you're going to see a bunch of dirt bikes up there. That's awesome. we're going to have silk gear inside there, we're going to have bikes for sale that are vintage bikes, and we're going to have a restoration in progress so people can see what it takes to restore a motorcycle.
2: You know what I'm still looking for.
4: Let's see. 305 (laughs) Scrambler. I have a 305 dream, but I don't have a scrambler. I don't want a dream. (laughs) I want a 60. Did you
3: start on a scrambler, Frank? Did I what? Yeah. Did you used to ride a scrambler? My very
4: first bike was a 66, 160 scrambler.
2: Yeah, 160. And you know who was going to help me find one was uh,
4: from El Cajon Ford. What's oh, Rod Radigan. Rod oh, The yeah. wild Radigan. The guy's out in the woods someplace. Well, I can find you one. It just depends how much money you want to spend. You know, yeah.
2: they're, <laughs> they're going for about 3500 to four grand. It
4: depends on the condition, but between 2500 and 5000
3: yeah. What yeah, do you want to do area. with it, Dave? Ride it or just they're put cool. it in your house Dude, you have, as a piece? You
2: no, you haven't lived till you've ridden one. Okay,
3: you want to ride it. They're and, cool.
2: And that bike will just tell you I can do anything you can do, but better. Because <laughs> I did it. But anyway, that's another story. All right. <laughs> so you're going to do a 5,000 square foot, and where you going to, for motocross, okay, motocross started 60s? Yeah.
4: Well, actually, a little bit. There's some in the 50s going yeah, on. Yeah, but, but I mean, really. It, this... We're going to focus on the 70s and the 80s. Oh, and okay. On up, you know, yeah. much. We'll have a couple of bikes in the 60s. Because
2: they're so hard to find any of the stuff we in the 60s. We have
4: space for about 125 bikes on display. Wow. So there's going to be a good amount of bikes. And we will have a couple of bikes, like uh, for flat track, just because there's a lot of people flat tracking. And maybe a couple of the Baja Top Bikes. Right, so yeah,
2: yeah, would you idea. say hi to Rick Stafford? Okay. Hi, Rick. How you doing? Because <laughs> he's already texted me twice.
3: <laughs> I'm going to say hi to Rick, too. He's a good I guy. i say hi to Rick, too. Yeah.
2: But Rick's into boats.
3: He probably appreciates all types of racing, yeah, as you I and know. I do. That's true. Dave.
2: We'll have to find out from Rick what he's done on a motorcycle. There you yeah. go. Okay, so you're going to do that. Are uh, you going to have, like, a big, a big parking lot so people could come in. Yeah,
4: oh, yeah We're, we're gonna. We the way this building is designed is pretty cool because I mean the back will be rows of canopies so we can do bike shows, car shows. Ah, very the good. The whole rig will actually drive into the museum so it can be parked inside the place so you can actually see the rig inside the oh, building. Oh, well, boy, that's going to be huge. Uh, we got a lot of cool stuff. The outside of the building and the roof has uh, solar lights that are going to light up the words Motor Museum that will be visible from the freeway.
2: Now, it's not built yet, right? No, no. Right These now, we just
4: got, we're doing the grading. Uh, if you go on uh, YouTube and just type in "Legends and Heroes Motor Museum." There's a video that shows you what this whole place is going to look like. It's wow, like, it's beautiful. You, you mentioned- got to be excited. I'm overly excited. Yeah. Let's put it that way.
3: <laughs> you mentioned bringing school children in as well. Sure. Yeah.
4: The whole point is the education part of it. You know, a lot of our mission is not just to have a lot of guys that used to ride bikes to see their old bikes. <laughs> we want their kids and their grandkids to see what they dealt with. And to see the progression and going into the museum, I have schools that are already lined up. They want to do tours and bring children there, and just and they say we'll have no problem getting kids to go to a museum for bikes and let them see what it's like. Let's are you getting?
2: Yeah, are you getting a lot of uh, donations from ex riders, helmets, suits?
4: We have. We're doing a Marty Smith section mm-hmm. that the families already told me they're going to uh, be helping me out a lot mm-hmm. with. Uh, Dave Aldano, the ex flat track guy, is going to be donating ah, a bunch of stuff. Cool. Donnie Donnie Hanson people like that you know yeah. brock clover i'm sure else well because all their stuff else. is
2: sitting in their in their family rooms doing nothing
4: well yeah that, share, i don't know where they yeah, are but well let's share another... it with the public that's what i say we you know we're not we're not gonna have ownership but they'll always no have no, ownership. no 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 and, and brock has got to have his own corner i'll find a corner for brock you can yes, count on that no doubt about it so.
2: marty smith yeah and, and then have yeah,
4: david Bailey's is going to be bringing some stuff so yeah uh, there's, I'm sure, and also once it's built, just like they say, you know, build it, the, they they'll come. come. They so come. when do you think?
2: When when do you will you be cutting the ribbon? You think?
4: I'm really, my goal is to cut the ribbon next fall. You know, I really don't want this thing. I'm not getting any younger, so I want this thing built quickly. Yeah. So I right hear now we're waiting on quotes from. uh... The contractor, so because we, we are a 501c3 nonprofit, so we can apply oh, really? for some government grants, and we're trying to get a building grant to help us out, yeah. along with some individuals who have said they'd try to help us out, too. Wow. Otherwise, I'm selling everything I own, and I'll build it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Is there going to be aspect of safety that you address?
4: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for, yeah sure, for sure. Here's the
2: safety gear. Well. Of course. A helmet. Uh, well, you know, when
4: Marty Smith and I, we built a track out at my house. And my grandkids use it. And the idea was that maybe these kids from the schools, so if I get the right insurance, I want to teach them how to ride. To have people come uh, down and help teach them how to ride. So yeah, it, that's it, awesome. Safety is very important because you can't race if you get hurt.
2: No, 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 so, no, no, no. And there's been some guys knock on wood that have gone a long way without getting hurt.
4: You know, I talked to Marty Tripes. Marty Tripes said the auto his only injury was a broken collarbone. I wish I could say that. Wow. Wow.
3: All
2: right, we're going to take a quick break, and we come back a whole lot more right here on Racer Radio. FM 96.1 AM
3: 1170.
2: The answer. All right, welcome back to Racer Radio FM 96.1 AM
3: 1170.
2: The answer. Second is brought to you by Paris Auto Speedway, 18700 Lake Parish Road in Harris, California. If you want to go out and see some of the best racing on the planet, <laughs> Paris Auto Speedway is where you need to be. Schedule's up take a look mark your calendar what
3: oh some listeners are text they're listening uh, in. of course they are <laughs> making me laugh
2: in fact we've got scott on the line hey scott i understand you know this guy frank i know a few
0: guys named frank <laughs> frank, frank tell frank them him who it is
4: frank vredis uh, legends and heroes scott how, how you frank? doing Vre- your last name frank vredis legends oh, and heroes okay. we just had a race at your place a couple months ago oh okay
2: yeah, he's got that legends and heroes uh, trailer.
4: Yeah, and the Calvium X motocross.
0: That was that was Paris Raceway,
2: correct? Yes. Yeah, well, we're Paris Auto Speedway.
4: Oh, well, I'm I didn't sorry. Recognize your name. I'm sorry. Yeah, there's oh, that's a Scott cool. or Paris Raceway.
2: <laughs> oh, so there's two Scots. Yeah. Oh, well, no wonder you didn't know what he was talking about.
3: That Scotty <laughs> well, was at the Blackmore Ranch. The yeah, that's where you got about. About. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, but exactly. Scott, and he's really Scott Delossio, fl- and he's
2: really into flat track to be honest with you right i'm into speedway speedway i'm sorry yeah not flat track speedway so what are you up to there hollywood i'm just enjoying
0: you know the uh, time off was trying to get you some different guests today and everybody was busy or out doing something i was gonna try to get you brody um, Uh you know he won the championship he healed up from that injury he had a few weeks ago but he's flying back from indianapolis uh, he went okay. to the USAC Banquet. So hopefully we'll get him on in the next few
2: weeks so he can uh, talk about that title. Yeah, that yeah. plane that plane was probably leaning to the left with that trophy.
0: <laughs> yeah, they had you know, him and the car owner, Tommy Dunkel, um, they also had a nice trophy. So yeah. they're, they're pretty happy and stoked. And especially, you know, after everything that happened up at Ventura Turkey night. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, you know that was two days of terror for that crew. Everything that happened wrong up there. So. Yeah, it's
2: crazy. So, all right. So, you guys are gearing up for the 2024 season.
0: Yeah, you know it's kind of right now. It's kind of um, just floating mode, getting through the holidays. Um, you know, Don always says he's busier during the off season than he is in the season. I know sure. yesterday they had a rental out there uh, at the racetrack, so the track stays. Trek track stays busy with practices. You know, it's used for other things. Um, every so often, TV or a movie shoot will come along. Um, so it stays busy all year long, but he likes to take, I don't know, usually about two weeks. So around Christmas, he'll take off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just kick back just to get away for a bit. And then after that, it's uh,
2: back at it.
0: You know, once we get through Christmas, we'll be just like, I think it'll be like seven weeks away from the season opener so. It's not like growing up in the Midwest when the racetracks didn't open when I was a kid until the end of April, early May. We start a lot earlier out here, right? Exactly.
2: Yeah. Well, that's that's excellent, and the and the schedule's up, so that's good.
0: Yeah, schedule's been up now for I don't know, probably about three weeks. Uh, a different schedule this year. We don't have straight stock car nights anymore. He's combining those guys with sprint cars. Mm. Um, you know, it just stock car shows just never did draw enough to really really make it. I don't know why it was kept on the schedule so much as it was because it just didn't draw enough fans. drew yeah, enough just, cars, yeah, but we didn't draw enough fans. So he's combined. We cut two classes for next year, and the remaining three pass car classes, they're going to run with the sprint cars every week, which, you know, we had the IMCA Modifieds run with the sprint cars uh, two years ago, Modified drivers who did show up. They love the racetrack because, you know, the sprint cars made it a lot smoother for them. So hopefully, you know, the street stocks, factory stocks, and super stocks will enjoy that, and they'll enjoy racing in front of bigger crowds as well.
2: Well, that is fantastic. I know uh, the fans are probably sitting on their edge of their seat because there's not a lot of racing going on.
0: Yeah, you know, it's pretty dead right now. If you look online, even if you have the subscriptions, uh You know, Flow Racing, I think, had two races this week. I'm not sure what Dirt Vision had. I mean, the big news this week was PRI for everybody. Yeah, and that's Uh, where everybody's at. Yeah, everybody gathered there. That's why the USAC banquet is always set right around that because –
2: Everybody's there.
0: PRI is in Indianapolis. Everybody's there already. But that was the big focus this week with, uh, you know, people going out there, doing different things, trying to get some deals set up for next year. And it's like a who's who – of auto racing when you go back to PRI. That's where all the big announcements are made every year as well.
2: Right? Have you ever been to PRI? No. No, I never have. Yeah, um, I haven't either. I'd like to go sometime just for the heck of it. Yeah, I would, you know, and it's like once the season
0: ends, I can use some time away from racing too. <laughs>
3: no, I, I second that.
0: You know, just sitting in front of a computer writing constantly about racing, it's like I enjoy, I, enjoy, I used to hate the off-season when I was younger. Especially when I was a kid, because there was no racing. Now it's, you know, it's 12 months out of the year, seven days a week. So it's kind of nice to have a slower pace going right now. It's finishing up on Braden monte's portfolio. Oh. Uh, got some things coming up for Paris. Uh, Stan Saxon, you had recently on about the Young Gun series. We're doing some a release on him right now. But besides that, kind of a little bit slower.
3: Speaking of Braden... Uh, Do you know of any of the local racers that might be at the Chili Bowl or the Tulsa shootout that we should be watching for?
0: I'm not sure about the shootout. Um, You know, Braden is going to that. I'm not sure about anybody else. I'm sure he's probably going to the Chili Bowl. Um, Corey Kruseman's going to the Chili Bowl with a bunch of cars for sure. Um, Ricky Lewis plans on being there. Jake Swanson should be there. Mm. So quite a few of the guys you know, local guys, especially the midget guys, will be running at the Chili Bowl. Um, Tulsa shootout, I don't really know uh, who else is going besides uh, Braden.
3: All right. I'm sure there's some. Well, that's a big one. That's a good one to watch.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's so many entries. Yeah. You know, there's got to be some other locals headed down that way. Yeah,
3: yeah. I think we'll have our Darren Brown there. Oh, yeah. Probably. At Tulsa. And... uh mm, mm, mm. She's turquoise. A mm. oh, hey, Ashley. Uh, after all, after all, I think she's going to do it too.
2: I know I have her pig on my desk, and I look at it. Every uh,
3: I wear her hat all the time. I do too. Because it's fun to watch. It's really fun to watch someone we know.
2: Oh yeah, It's fun to watch. Yeah, we know just about. We know just about everybody that goes. So, so. no
3: uh, AJ or Brody to watch for in either of those. Mm.
0: Um, AJ, I think is going Brody. Last release I wrote for Brody, he said he wouldn't mind going just to go. And I asked him, what about a ride? And he goes, well, if somebody calls, yeah, I'll go.
3: Why wouldn't they call either one of those guys?
0: You know, There's a lot of guys Chili out there. Chili Bowl rides are like real estate. Yeah. You know, it's not 10, 12 years ago, you go to the Chili Bowl, you could probably rent a car to race for two or $3,000 plus any damage you caused. Yeah. And like it's not like that anymore. I mean, people there's people who their entire income for the year can be made off the rides for the Chili Bowl. Right.
2: Is AJ Bender going again with uh not with uh he didn't go with
0: uh oh. Cruz Pedragon last okay. year either. So he Oh he didn't, didn't go,
2: go last with, year either?
0: Oh. No, he went with somebody else, but not with Pedragon. Oh. Um so this year I know he was talking about it, but he was still trying to put things together last I heard. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, you know, Chris Pedregon, um, God, he's got that young kid named Osborne
2: from the Midwest. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Drive his car. Mm-hmm. So,
3: I'm, I'm looking at A.J. Bender's Facebook page, December 1st. Help get A.J. Bender to Chili Bowl. He may have found a ride, but is still looking for funding to make sure everything is taken care of. There you go.
0: <sighs> yeah, you, you can't, you've got to go there with a the sponsor. Yeah, yeah, you, know, you I can, mean, yeah. There's a few guys who do have rides who are their regular rides, but you see a lot of people. And I mean, I don't want to be rude, but there's people who probably drive race car about as good as I could. You show up in the chili bowl every year.
2: Well, sometimes so, money so- talks. Well, the difference is they've got a lot of money. Yeah. Right. That's it. Just just it. You know, rich kid wants to do it. Well, that's it.
3: why I want AJ and Brody, yeah. because they're good guys. Yeah.
2: Just write a check and off you go. Yeah. No, I get it. I totally get it. So
3: first race at Paris next year. When is it?
0: It's going to be on February 10th. That'll be the night of destruction. Oh, wow. That's and right. then we'll to follow that up two weeks after that with the first stock car and sprint car show of the year. Wow. That's and right. we close, you know, after taking the Oval Nationals off this year, Oval Nationals will be back next year. Oh. In 2024. Um, a little different look. It's going to be two days instead of three it's not going to be the USAC national sprint cars cuz they don't they're not coming out west anymore so uh it's just going to be a a good sprint car race uh, you know one of the things i mentioned to don i watched another race out here in the west a long time race not that long ago and was real it's a real famous race and i watched it and everybody else who watched it said we're having the pomp and ceremony about that mm-hmm. You know, just looked like a regular race. I mentioned that to Don. He goes, no, 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 we're not going to do that. We're going to have it all dolled up like always.
2: All right. Make it a little pomp and circumstance.
3: I just- yeah, you got
0: keep the tradition going. I mean, this other race has a long tradition. You'd never even know it. It was hardly mentioned. It was, it was just like a regular race. So that's one thing. We want to make sure, you know, that last race of the year, the Oval Nationals, is always going to be special stuff going on and yeah. have a special meaning to
2: it. Absolutely, yeah. And then you guys bring the uh, the, the old guys out with their cars.
0: Uh, you know, I'm not a big fan of that. Uh, they'll probably be there. Probably they'll probably be there at the Oval
1: nationals,
2: but not on the track. No, 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 no. I just I think static is the way to go. Putting them yeah, out on well, the tr- putting them out on the track is not doing the fans any good. I mean, because they can't go as fast as they would like, and I, I think it's well,
1: better. Well, the thing about
0: that is. You know, you got some guys out there, there's guys like me, except they have money, who always wanted to race. Right. And then they now can afford to do that. But then you got these other guys who used to race years ago, and all of a sudden, you know, okay, you guys are out there doing a show parade around. Well, they mm-hmm. get to the last two laps, and, you know, they think it's 1957 again. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You know, and you don't want anybody to get hurt. I mean, unfortunately, a very famous driver a few years ago um, got killed. Yeah. Not a pair.
1: Oh
2: yeah.
0: But he yes. got killed, you know, doing one of those deals because people got racy.
2: Yeah, so, see, that's why I like them um, See, I like. Well, I didn't I didn't say racetrack? I liked them static, to yeah. where people could I'll come win. up, get pictures, maybe get in the car if the people were allowing that, and listen to the stories because I thought that was the best part. Mm-hmm. Of that, but no, yeah. I I was never a fan of them getting out on the okay. track.
3: From a racer's perspective, no, no, no. I don't blame them for wanting to get out there. No,
2: I know, but it's it's there's times and then you're when like it's, these
3: may be the last two yeah. laps ever. No,
2: when your time is up, you got to know Just that.
3: Saying from a yeah, racer's when- perspective,
2: I, I think it serves a lot better. as
0: what we did. What you say is when the fans come in. Yes, we have those guys lined up on each side of the main entrance. So awesome. the first thing they see once the fans walk into the facility is there's. The vintage race cars on each side.
2: Yeah, I thought that was awesome. I absolutely did. I mean, and yeah, it took a while to get through them all because because you, you couldn't help but talk to every one of them. And I think they enjoyed it too. But then oh, you're yeah. right. The downside to it is now they're all fired up and they want to get on the track. So you can't have that. All right, buddy. Well, good to know that the schedule's up. Take a look, folks. February is parasolospeedway.com. right parasolospeedway.com. around the corner. Yep, SarasotaSpeedway.com. All right, buddy, good talking to you, and uh, uh, I am on air Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. <laughs> just to let you know, you're no pressure, but if you want to take that off, you're more than welcome you to know just what? let me know.
0: Besides doing some cooking, I'm probably not doing anything on Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. I guarantee you we don't go anywhere,
1: so I'll be here.
2: All right, well, that's awesome. See, you're like me. I love live shows. All right, have a good one. Give the dogs a hug. All right, this is Racer Radio FM
3: 961
2: AM 1170.
3: The answer. Can they do
2: it off road. <laughs> All right, folks, welcome back. This is Racer Radio FM 961 AM
3: 1170. The answer
2: is brought to you by Certified Car Clinic, 11370 North Woodside Avenue in lovely Santee. Anything uh, the kid does to your car, he's got a dyno to prove it. <laughs> Go to CertifiedCarCare.net, CertifiedCarCare.net, and Weather Machine HVAC, third generation. They do an, a, a phenomenal job. They put an AC system in my house. And they come out about every six months just to make sure everything's hunky-dory. Just had an inspection. Everything passed with flying colors. And I got to tell you, nobody does it better than the guys at Weather Machine. I love family-owned and operated businesses. Go to weathermachine.net weathermachine.net or call them at 619-443-9974. All right, we have a very, very mm-hmm. special guest on the line. Good buddy of mine, Brock Glover. Brock, how you doing, buddy?
1: I'm doing good, Dave. And I got two berries, so I feel really
2: excited. <laughs> <laughs> you are yeah. man. and I was all bummed out. I was telling Frank, Oh man, he's not coming uh, in He says, Well he just flew in from Italy last night. So I says, welcome Okay home. then he gets a pass 'cause he's probably still he's probably still got a little bit of jet lag. But how you doing, buddy? And aren't you excited I'm about this afraid. museum? You gotta be excited.
1: I am I'm very, very excited, and I'm uh, happy to have a you know short drive out of, from San Diego, and giving me another excuse to go down to the Red Feather Cafe and <laughs> gorge myself, gorge myself on a Brachiosaurus burger. Is that what
2: they're? Oh, I can't wait! In fact, we were talking. Everybody, I because I do quite a few off road shows, and they're all talking about this place. I said, "Dang!" So I told Brittany, I said, "That's it. You're off next week. We're making a road trip.
4: Yes,
2: going to go down and check it out."
4: Yeah, Brockosaurus is he's one of the you f- been there? Burgers. No. You've never been there, Dave?
2: No, but I've got to. I've got to. But
1: all of his burgers, Frank, is, all the burgers are named after riders, and he's got a burritos, <laughs> and he's got, I mean, you, Frank knows them all off the menu. Yeah, right. we
4: have so a Bailey I, like, burger, a Burner oh, burger. Oh, a, a Burner burger. Bro- we just had the burger in. Yeah. Yeah, br- Brockosaurus. Oh, yeah, so yeah we have a Smitty burger.
2: That's awesome. Well, you know, I'm so excited. I don't know, but Brock, I've been really pushing museums lately, and I've really been trying to find guys and, and girls like you that started in this sport. I just watched the Marty Smith tape uh, that I had gotten, I don't know how far back. I mean, and his dad did 90% of the filming, so I just gave it to Brittany to take home and look at the DVD. Because what you guys did and cut your teeth and and really cut the sport. You know, it's just, I'm so glad people are acknowledging you like Frank by putting this museum up. I've already told Frank we're bringing the trailer to KUSI. Just when the museum's done, we'll bring the trailer to KUSI, put it out front since it's so darn big, and we'll tour that with KUSI and then talk about the museum so we can get more and more people. I don't think we're going to have a problem filling the place, but it's got to be exciting.
1: Well, I mean, as Frank mentioned, I'm in the Legends and Heroes tour. It started in 2009, but it has been the most popular of the displays as the people come through the pit experience at all the Supercross races. And with 17 Supercrosses, I mean, a lot of people go through there. I think it averages about 20 25,000 people an event that get to go through it. I mean, it's just it's incredible, and it does showcase the history of the sport. Uh, you know, and San Diego is such a hotbed of, of of motorcycling and off-road. I mean, I think there was a period of time where uh, East County, San Diego, had more off-road vehicles registered than any place in the United States. And if you remember those eras wow. in the old zone and all that, and, and you look back, I mean, we were so fortunate to have a gentleman named Edison Dye bring motocross, really. What, as you know, there were a few scrambles, races, European scrambles, and other events, but in general, in 1966, when Edison Dye came to La Mesa and, uh, you know, came up with this idea to have races all over the country. He brought the world champion at the time, Torsten Hallman, to help set up the tracks, and, and the Joel Roberts and all the different guys to come over and ride and show the Americans how to ride motocross. And Edison, being a businessman, became the Husqvarna motorcycle importer, and that was his way of showcasing these motocross bikes. And by the way, you can ride like these Europeans if you buy one of my bikes. So <laughs> that's where it all kind of started and, and in San Diego, and then we had... You know, obviously, obviously the Marty Trips, the Marty Smiths, and and then the whole era of the riders that came through there, including myself. So yeah. very fortunate to have grown up in San Diego. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, and it's going to be so cool that we can educate the kids, you know, the young motocrossers, because, I mean, let's face it. You know a lot of the motocrossers unless they study or and i don't even know where they would find the history unless you know they google it and maybe do some youtubing but to be able to have a, a an actual museum where they can physically walk through it and see the history from you know the the late 60s all the way through it's priceless absolutely priceless
1: it is and it's it's funny as frank mentioned earlier in the show it's It's a a lot of fun giving awards out and recognizing some of the people that have brought the sport to where it is today. And Mm -hmm. again, not every one of them is a rider. Some of them are mechanics, team managers... Uh, you know, I, I think back at the, you know, people who invented things that are still everyday common occurrence. I think of a gentleman named Steve Simons that I worked with. He invented the inverted or the upside-down fork. Now it's on every motocross bike there, you know, basically every off-road bike, and this is the gentleman that invented it. So it's fun to be able to tell people and teach people and also to recognize those who are, were early pioneers in our sport. But uh, it, it, it's it's a lot of fun doing what we do and we go to each event. And, you know, it's. Uh, I look forward to it. I've been involved with it for, I don't know, since 2012 uh, 12 maybe. Yeah. But it's, it's it's a great time.
2: And my yeah. idol, Larry Huffman.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. mm-hmm. Doing him. Uh, Hi. Yeah, we'll be doing him in Los Angeles second. Yeah. How about that? I'm so excited. An announcer. <laughs> That's, That's so funny. cool.
1: Oh I know. You you think about Larry and, and what you know involved in the very first Supercross in LA to him and how all the different crazy things you know dog on a piece of meat he had so many things. You know. <laughs> tougher than a 2 dollar steak. I mean he just he had He's all the, the things that we all listened to and grew up with and and we you know if you're paying attention driving around Southern California you used to catch him a lot on the you know the Jeep commercial or yep. some other you know he did a lot of voiceovers on radio and we all, always was Top spot in
2: her heart. Hey, man, that's Larry Huffman, the voice of Supercross. I know. The last time I so. talked to him, he was, he was hustling RVs at an RV show. <laughs> they would call up and say, you yeah. may not know this guy. I said, I know that guy. I said, are we talking Absolutely. motocross? He goes, no, we're talking RVs. I said, well, okay. I think
4: Bruckle uh, every one of these times that we do a presentation, they are totally different, and mm-hmm. it's always unexpected. We, we gave an award to a gentleman that had no idea the award was going to him. Oh. He thought it was going to Ryan Villapota, who was on stage with us. It was a complete surprise, and Jeremy McGrath got up on the big screen, and he started thanking him, and the guy looked at me like, I'm being honored? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah. we have a lot of fun with it. We have a lot of fun doing that. Yeah. Brock, don't mention me getting mud on your pants, okay, please? you got oh, mud on God. his
1: pants? We, we, will not do the, we will not do that. That's okay.
2: Not
4: very good uh, Thank you.
3: <laughs> well, Brock, I heard about Frank having a big shot of coffee before one of the announcements.
4: Oh, yeah, you had to bring that up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if you remember hey, you the time I froze. <laughs> oh, no, you know what? Frank,
1: Frank is excellent on stage, and I will say you know he's I, I've really enjoyed it he, you know I enjoyed obviously Alex and Carol Moros, who helped start this and you know they're from the Syracuse New York area oh, yeah. very involved in the vintage scene but uh, you know when they came out to the west coast and, and one thing I'm not sure was mentioned at all, but when we go to each one of these stops, we contact local mm-hmm. vintage riders and racers and collectors of bikes, and they bring their bikes out so we have a lot of local fare and we right. do try to we do try to honor somebody that has some local ties it doesn't happen every time but uh, we do try to you know keep someone geographically important exactly. to that That's area awesome. that stadium and and we cover as we mentioned i mean we start in the west coast swing at anaheim and the bay area and then we go uh, we head to detroit and phoenix and arlington daytona you know we go to indianapolis and seattle and so there's so many areas we cover and we end up in foxborough and and, and, and Philadelphia, Nashville. So there's people all over the country that we get to honor from those regions. And uh, it's it's a lot of fun. So. That
3: sounds like extra work, but very personal. Like no, it's Just meeting that's the nice. people
4: from the area and seeing their bikes and their stories. Oh, and, yeah. I absolutely love it. I mean, it's one of the few things in my life that I've done that I feel so good after. I just know I'm doing the right thing. And having Brock there at my side, it mm-hmm. helps a lot.
3: I think it's funny that both of you both of you had to sneak racing when at the beginning when you were 13 and 16. Yeah, a little research. Yeah, you did your yeah, research. Bro- Brock had to uh, hide the fact that he was racing his brother's bike and hide it and let his family believe that he was off to baseball. And I'm pretty sure you had to hide it too. <laughs> I had the same yeah, story. And now baseball. you two are hanging out together. I remember
4: bringing a bike home once and it was all wrecked. And my um, parents were what is that? I thought you were playing baseball oh, today. That was it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I, think Brock <laughs> I guess ahead. I don't yeah, play baseball anymore. Pretty-
3: <laughs>
1: yep i my very first race I ever raced I snuck to do it, and I did get awesome. in trouble by my That's mom. Awesome. I got grounded. <laughs> yeah. it was out it was out by the Santee Lakes and it was the old twenty thirty charity event and it was a uh, it was a fun race. They did a local race out there, got quite a few spectators, and raised money for charities and it was a once a year deal and i uh I got the bug. my oldest brother raced a lot around San Diego, and then uh so watching him and then I was I was hooked, so I got—I had to get into it.
2: Wasn't that called the Santee Pits?
1: Well, the Santee Sand Pits were about where Carlton Oaks Golf Course is currently located, okay. that area. But uh, the, the 2030 Cut uh, Club was out more by the lakes back in those canyons back there. Uh, and, you know, it didn't, it didn't last very long, but uh, it went yeah. maybe in the early yeah. 70s, re- 72, 3, four, somewhere in the mid 70s there. Right. It was all over, unfortunately.
2: Hey, you know, you can't be a stranger. You got to st- I mean, you're off season. There's no reason you can't there's come an into open the studio. Seat next to me. I mean, yep. Yeah, Brittany said there's an open seat oh. right next to you.
1: Dave, you've got my number, and I'd be happy to come in. And, oh man, uh, anytime. So just let let me know, and uh, just if I'm not traveling, which is a rarity anymore these days. Yeah, when's that, Brock? I, I, I love yeah. it. You've been a great, great Dave. You've been a great supporter of our sport for years, and we thank you.
2: Oh, we're not done yet, my friend. We're not done yet. And I got Brittany; she's coming up. Heck, man, she races a monkey. How bad could that be? All right, we got to go. Thanks, buddy. We'll talk to you. We'll send you the show. Thank you, Brock.
3: Thank you, Brock.